You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 157, where we will be discussing chapter seven of City of Fallen Angels, Praetor Lupus. Yes, Lupus. (laughs) Uh, Happy three year anniversary. I'm Kristen. Yay. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Can you believe it? You gotta say what, what? Special today of all days. (laughs) What, what? Three years, Ugh. you guys. That's so crazy. Bananas. I can't believe it. Are you it. still doing that? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Get asked that question all the time. Yep. Uh-huh. Definitely. Same. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, Are you monetized? No. No. <laughs> Ain't nobody well, got time why, for that. Why have you been doing it for three years if you're not monetized? Because not every hobby has to be a career. Yeah. <laughs> Preach. This is fair. And you don't even have to be good at a hobby to enjoy doing it. No. I mean, we're obviously annoying and we laugh too much, right? So. Yeah. I was talking more <laughs> to myself about, like, if I wanted to crochet or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever finished a project. This is the only thing I've ever stayed, like, stuck to. That's because you have two other people. I was going to say, you- yeah. Like anytime you guys are like, I can't do it today. I'm like, oh, shucks. And I love doing this. Why is that who I am? <laughs> All I can say is I am glad to be graduated from sitting on my bed with a makeshift desk to sitting in my son's room trying to do it a broken ikea bookcase to now on my own desk with my giant monitor and i'm just like it feels good yeah i agree the progression yeah although i do i do miss doing um in-person recording when we used to yeah yeah get together at beginning days before you know the plague yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometime again. Uh-huh. I found the um, initial like Chromebooks because it's still in oh, my yeah. kid's room. When I, and I had to clean, I helped clean her room this weekend. And um, I was like, oh, look at you, little ancient piece of technology. <laughs> yep. It does feel like a time capsule. Oh, it's great. crazy to think about. And we're on book eight. That's just so wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree with what I said last week, too. Man, the banter in this is just like, it's so, <sighs> so good. good. I mean, <laughs> the intricacies of the plot and like everything kind of like the little tiny side quests that like equal into the main quest isn't mm-hmm. as like buff in this book, but. You mm-hmm. can't. There's no other Jace Harrendale. There, there just really isn't. isn't. And well, I and really we get like so, Kyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. We get so much Jace and Simon time, which is, that's a gift. That, that is, is a, a gift. gift in and of itself. Is it? And I mean, it, it's it's really weird that Kyle is so cool and his name is Kyle. Like, that right. seems very. That shouldn't be. That doesn't track. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We went to school with a lot of Kyles. They were all dicks. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Good times. 
Oh my gosh. There was, oh, that's what I was going to, I am almost finished reading Chain of Thorns. Almost. I have about 10 hours left in the audiobook. Um, my husband has surpassed me. Um, so now I need to like catch up and make sure that like, <laughs> yeah, cause I can't allow that to happen. Cause there was a point in the book where I decided that I needed a 24 hour break. So I took a 24 hour oh. break. <laughs> I was feeling some kind of way, <laughs> but now I'm, I'm back and I'm excited. Um, so Robin and I will, will do a, a chat episode soon yeah. about yeah. that one. Because there are lots of things to be said. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. I can't I'm, wait. I'm excited. I know. Okay, listen. This was the debate. This will be my last topic, and then Amanda has something to share with the class. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> we were talking about, she's like, I kind of want to, like, put down Sarah J. Moss and then get back into the shadow because mm-hmm. I want to catch up and, like, all the hot, juicy goss you guys are talking about. And I was telling her, like, reading all three of The Last Hour's books, mm-hmm. I feel like if she wanted to, she could not read Ghosts of the Shadow Market, depending on mm-hmm. where you want the revelation to happen and, like, which text do you want it to be. Oh, and it, no. So. Hard no. I, I feel like I might have liked it better having not read it first hard the long game so i don't know wow wow this very much feels like a joey frankie moment if you don't know what i'm talking about amanda knows what i'm talking about she knows who the basement yard is um i hard no absolutely not you must know it is imperative for everything and every perspective in that series you have to know what's you have to I mean, but it's, is it more twisty turny, like shy of surprisey if you don't? I'll never know because I did it one I way. I think it makes the characters less sympathetic if you don't, and it's harder to enjoy their actions. Okay. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. See, like, this is the kind of thing that, like, I want to be able to, spoiler. <laughs> I know. Um, obviously, now maybe we can like talk about it a little bit more. But but also, with, Ghosts of um, the Shadow Market is like Robin's favorite book. So why doesn't she want is. Amanda to read this? This is no, weird. No, I, I do. I do want her to read it. Just if she wants to be in the last hours quicker. Gotcha. For like time's sake. Time's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Or the last hours is a um, long, uh, time wise book. Uh-huh. So you could read a part of it last hours and then go back to it if you can put it down if you are strong-willed enough to put the book down and take a a reprieve (laughs) then you could do that and honestly like i really did like the akatar books or whatever but i would be Mm -hmm. on board if you wanted to make the switch i would be down I mean, it's finally starting to get going a little bit more, I feel like. And it's necessary. I get why all the information is there and we're getting mm-hmm. a lot about the, the characters and stuff. But I'm just kind of like, when is something going to happen? Yeah. I'm tired of waiting. I want some, bring the action. <laughs> yeah. The first part of those books, I was worn out. Like I said, it's the same trope with a different character mm-hmm. each time. And I don't know why it needs to be like that. Pick something uh-huh. else. 
Uh-huh. It's kind of like a love triangle or a miscommunication in a Shadowhunter <laughs> book. Pick something else. Although I will say, every time I read a new Cassandra Clare book, I love seeing the Cassandra Clareisms. Like, uh, it's like holding water. She says that in every single book, every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> multiple times. There's. Uh, what's the other one that she that she does? I can't remember. Oh, she uses the word insouciant. I've read hundreds, hundreds, thousands of books. There are only two books that that word is in, and they're both Cassandra Blair Claire books. Dude, I kind of feel like that's us with our catchphrases on the podcast, too. <laughs> I wonder yeah. where we get it from. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. Speaking of, I, I feel like I, I should come come clean about something. What? What? Um, so we had Lindsay on our Facebook group came out with a lot of our different quotes and stuff, right? That we could oh, yes. um put out there on any merch. And one of hers was a quote from me that was gotcha bitch. And I just have to say that that is definitely Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> That is where I got it. So don't quote me on that because it wasn't me. I mean, I, I it came out of my mouth, but it was not don't original. Quote me I am on not it. original. I don't think anyone thought the phrase gotcha bitch was a Amanda original. Right. Okay, good. You okay, trademarked good. it. You trademarked it. I know. Well, it was, it was it was scrambled in there with some really good shit that you guys came out with. Like Robin's like that felt good coming out of my mouth or something. Whatever you said, that was so funny. That was some good shit on that list. It really was. I am I am going to this summer or this spring maybe. Um, I am going to work on doing some designs. I've got a friend that does screen printing. Um, so I'll work on some phrases for some designs and see what we can kind of come up with. Amazing. Do you have to add the one from last week. This um, meeting could have been a fire message. Make sure you yes. write that down. Actually, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> It'd be cute with like the rune on the back, or, like the fire rune on the back of yes. it. Yes. Oh, there's a fire rune. Of course there is. Yeah, they have to ruin the paper or whatever uh-huh. to send it. Yeah. Okay, well, Amanda, um, while Kristen writes that down, Amanda, yeah. why don't you share with us? I have something to tell you. And I'll sing till I find it. I'm sorry, I was prepared. But, you know, your screen time's out. Shit happens. Okay, so this is from Jordan Z. And they say, hey, guys, I'm working on catching up on the podcast. I'm so far behind. (laughs) And I just finished the Akatar episode. Due to the chilly weather in Kansas City, I haven't been able to walk my dog as often, which is when I listen to you guys. First off, I still love listening to you guys. I love getting to listen to you guys talk about Shadowhunters and laugh along with you about the stories, characters, and all things Shadowhunter. Thank you for doing this podcast. You're all so funny and relatable, and it's like talking with friends about the books. I hope you had fan- all had fantastic holidays, and I look forward to continuing to laugh with you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It never, like, I am always flattered every fucking time. It never fails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always it like, also, oh, my God, I'm, like, so cool. 
It's real lame. I'm sorry. This is it the also, bullied kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What's wrong oh, with you? I accidentally stopped my recording and I had to start it again. I'm very sorry. That's okay. I clicked on the wrong thing. My bad. Okay, okay. Sorry. You Did idiot. you know if you press enter on your voice record, it stops it? Mm. I didn't know that. <laughs> now okay. I do. Well, the anyway, window. Jordan just made me feel better about not getting another dog again. Because mm. walking a oh, dog yeah. in the cold sounds like... Yeah. Ah, it does. Yeah. That's why I have cats. And then you have to worry about their little feet on the pavement when you go out in the summer. Oh, when and it's I just, hot. Yeah. I just, yeah. Mm-mm. Poor babies. They anyway. gotta wear little booties. Poor babes. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Like, everybody, like it's so cool that people tune mm-hmm. in and listen to us. It's Right, for three years. We don't understand it. We think you're probably, there's probably something wrong with you to like us. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> there's something oh. wrong with us to like us, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all friends here. Yeah. We're all in good company. Thanks we for- appreciate it. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for being good company. Always, always tell me you love me. (laughs) (laughs) Flattery will get you everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Clary is squatting in Jace's room waiting for him to show up at the Institute after he specifically said that he was going to train. Her patience is about as thin as the fabric between the thighs of my jeans, so she starts snooping. I'm sorry. Pause for laughter. It was just a very Kristen laugh of you. I'm proud of you. I think I'm getting sick again. Surprise. Uh, oh, so you so now that you sound like you're a smoker, then it's it sounds just, like it was a chest. It was a chest laugh. Yeah. Yep. It was a chest laugh. Like that. That sounds like a smoker at like 7:30 in the morning. <laughs> oh God. Dude, Robin's mom. Every morning. Everyone's mom. I in told. The 90s. I told my kid. I was like, if anybody ever offers you a cigarette or vape or whatever, I really want you to take a moment and hear the death rattle in your brain yeah. before you decide to make that decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Sidebar on the recap. <laughs> she starts snooping, making a beeline for the Herondale box that Amatis gave Jace. She notes that she told herself that she specifically wasn't going to go through the box, but a woman scorned and all. She sees a picture and then immediately chickens out, making to leave the Institute altogether and running into Luke on the way down. He's there on official pack leader business, meeting with Maris to discuss the Shadow Hunter deaths, the newest being on pack territory. Maris and Luke's reunion is forced niceties and no accusations. Clary gets a flash of a new rune in her mind that might just be able to get some info from the recently departed Nephilim. The crew head over to the Silent City, and after a check-in with Brother Snackariah, mm. Clary starts drawing her new rune on the DOA. The dead shadow hunter reanimates like a group of millennials hearing the first beats of Get Low, except with a lot more blood. Injuries, I don't know. My knees not be able to like may not be able to get back up from that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It's awful. We get the information. Camille did it, the bitch. <sighs> and Luke saves the day as always. The car ride home for Clary and Luke gets serious as he tells her that she needs to harness her new Rooney powers. Mm. Back at the crib, Jace and Simon are throwing taunts laced with TLC about each other's well-being, so Simon takes Jace to the store to buy him a snack. 
We learn Jace is just another cog in the patriarchy wheel who can't even pick up food or cook yet makes fun of Izzy for not being able to do the same. Mm. Back at the apartment and a can of cold tomato soup later, Simon is spilling the beans about his run-in with Camille and Jace is trying to formulate a plan to figure out who is behind the attacks on Simon. Their sesh gets interrupted by Kyle, who Jace quickly nails as a person slash wolf. Oh, I thought you were just going to end it there. Jace just quickly nails him. <laughs> I almost said, I really was kept writing pegs, and I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Amazing. Not, not, with, not with me in, in the audience. You can't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I wouldn't let it go. Oh, you guys. Shit is going down at Simon's new apartment. At the shock of Jace's proclamation uh, that his new roommate Kyle is indeed a person slash wolf, uh, Simon dry- drops his last bottle of blood. Um, and I'm imagining like a scene from Dexter, like as the bottle smashes on the floor and it just like blood sprays up on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle isn't impressed by Simon's impromptu interior design. In fact, uh, the chill surf- surfer dude bro vibe is like, Totally gone. Dark Kyle is here and he's sizing up Jace. <laughs> oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> you, you like Dark Kyle? <laughs> Robin King handle herself. <laughs> it just made me think of Adam Driver, and I'm sorry. <laughs> of course it did. That's his name, right? Kylo yeah. Ren. Oh. Yeah, I meant the actor. Oh, yeah, Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were okay, talking, okay. but I, I was like, his name's not Kyle. It's not Kyle. You said Darth. Solo. It made me think of Darth, and then it made me think of Star Wars, and then it made me think of Kylo Ren, and then it, made, it this was all. Gotcha. Was very was quick. The, I can see how you can ding, 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 get there. Yeah. That's how I got there. <laughs> you, you plinko your way. The pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you guys remember that old, like... I don't know if I want to say toy board game where it like had the marble in it and it was on the track and then you tried to have to rat, get it. Into it was like a rat race or something on the other like side. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that. Mm. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. So, so Kyle's like trying to be the tough guy with Jace here. It's not. I mean, we are on Kyle's turf. So fair. Sure. Sure. <laughs> So I'm not totally sure if Jace was, like, standing near the window because it says he moves away from the window. But, like, in my head, he's sitting on the windowsill, one foot up on the sill, like, staring longingly out the window beyond the fire escape. Like, it's like a scene. I I think he is. And in one hand is the empty can of soup. (laughs) Yes. Like, on his knee. I really, that's what I imagined. Yeah. Imagined. He's still got, like, mango juice on his hand. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's inappropriate, Christian. Don't say that. Um, so anyway, I love this description of Jace. It really helps solidify that, like, nuclear bomb of boyfriends comment that Simon made um, as, like, the conversation goes on. And don't forget, we're in Simon's point of view. So point of view? Yep. P-O-V. Yep. <laughs> just say pov. It feels good. Pov. We're in his pov. So it makes it even better just, like, imagining that this is how Simon is seeing Jace. I like it a lot. Um, okay. <clears throat> the 
There was nothing overly hostile about his demeanor, and yet everything about him implied a clear threat. His hands were loose at his sides, but Simon remembered the way he had seen Jace before, explode into action with almost nothing, it seemed, between thought and response. Tell me he's not in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Thank he you. wants to be thrown down. He really he's on the mattress. Replaying what happened on the ship over and over. He's like the SSV Tang. Like I'm getting a tattoo. I will. That'll be memorable forever. Like I'm gonna cherish that memory. Yes. <laughs> Jake kicks off. Or Jake, not Jake. Jake isn't here. Mm-hmm. Jake is dead. Right. Um. Jace mm-hmm. kicks off the dick swinging contest by introducing himself as Jace Lightwood of the New York Institute and demands to know uh, Kyle's pack allegiance. It's <laughs> like, give me your papers. I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Jace goes super, like, uncomfortably cops. fascist cop situation. Yeah. He's like ice. Real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I don't like it at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. Of course, Kyle doesn't answer the question. Um, He's far too distracted by being in the presence of a real-life shadow hunter um, and guesses correctly that the, quote, cute redhead from band practice was also a shadow hunter. Um, I don't... mm. Yeah, Jace doesn't like that. Uh, So he's regaining some of his... Kyle's regaining some of his, like, usual swagger um, and presents, like, a different perspective, saying that some people didn't even believe shadow hunters existed, like they were mythical creatures or something that could grant wishes or, you know, like mummies or genies or something. So quick sidebar. Do you guys find this strange? Like, I feel like damn near every downworlder would have a story about shadow hunters. Like from the perspective that we've been given, like obviously we're in with the shadow hunters. So we're obviously seeing them as more normal, but even from, the infernal devices, like the shadow hunters, are like basically like they terrorize downworlders. So I'm like, I feel like this. It's like the cops. Like everyone has a bad story about the cops, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just. Do you think he's trying to like go Jace? Maybe because like, Jace is trying to make himself seem so important that so he's like, oh, I didn't even know you guys were a thing. Like you're not doing anything. That could be it. Uh huh. I mean, that's not how I saw it when I was reading the text. He says later that but like, I'm it's trying his first to... shadow hunter, but I think you're I think that has to be right, right? Like I'm trying to justify the dialogue in my brain and I'm like right. maybe that's what he's going for. Yeah. Interesting. I think that could definitely Yeah, that could be it. Or maybe since he doesn't deal with which we'll get into it, since mm-hmm. his werewolf career if you will mm-hmm. isn't the normal part of the pack thing maybe he doesn't come in contact much sure and so maybe the people he's talking about where they're mythical is other people that are in the praetor lupus not right other downworlders that could that would make be my sense other... that like if they're that secret of a society which we'll get into later that they may and they pick them up yeah we'll talk about it later okay so Jace is not a fan of kyle's teasing um and it's starting to feel like a little ragey in here not good. <laughs> Kyle continues to goad Jace, mentioning the newly signed accords. And this strikes me as a really nice slice of reality in this situation. Like, a treaty signed by some people in a faraway place, like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really 
do anything. It's not a magic wand. It takes time to build relationships and to change viewpoints and the way that people interact and, and establish yeah. trust. So I do like that we see this, like, oh, what about the Accords? Yeah. Like, you know, because it's like, yeah, it's a law, but like. Uh-huh. You know? Like, I'm not supposed to drive and text at the same time, but. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Jace is having none of it. He's absolutely spoiling for a fight. He feels, this feels like very power trippy and he basically tells Kyle that the Accords protect allied vampires and person slash wolves so if you're not going to tell me who your pack is I'm going to assume that you're a lone wolf and a threat and a rogue like tell me this isn't cop pulling you over energy yeah I mean at least in America Mm -hmm. right and not the cool one that let me off with a warning no. Because my brother's car was spray painted fucked up. Not that car. Oh. <laughs> I remember that car. I remember. I will never forget that. He's like, why are you speeding? I'm like, because I'm an idiot. Where uh-huh. are you going to work? Oh, are you late? No, I'm just dumb. It's literally what I said. I got no, pulled over once dumb. and they asked me why I was speeding. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that I was jamming to Britney Spears. <laughs> just to be I... honest. I got pulled over for speeding once, but it was a speeding trap through St. Uh, St. Helens, like on Highway 30, oh, yeah, where 35. it like it goes from mm-hmm. 55 to like 35. Yeah. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But all the other times and I got pulled over for something, that... for, for something completely different. It's like a broken taillight or mm-hmm. my license plate was too dirty and they couldn't see it. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and who's to say that me being young and white and a female didn't have anything to do with that? Oh, for sure. My encounter could have been different. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. This feels gross. And Jace needs to, like, come up off of it. Yeah, just chill, bruh. Dude. Uh Well, it's like he doesn't have, like, I feel like... Alec and Izzy have kind of alluded to this Jace, mm-hmm. which we haven't really got to see uh-huh. much in first person because he's always been with Clary. Right. Where it's like, oh, yeah, he's kind of a dick and he, like, blows through girls and, like, he's never really serious and blah, blah, blah. And we're always just kind of like, okay, are you, like, making that up? Or whatever. Yeah, he's been he a seems like a nice guy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But without her there mm-hmm. and being kind of in a prickly position, like, okay, yeah, this is probably how he acted before. Yeah. Very recently because it's been what? It's been... Two months since the war, we get yeah. to in my part. So, ba- almost two uh-huh. months. This very much feels like Valentine's son. Yeah. As opposed to the Jace that we got over the process. Yeah. Well, and I, I get, like, being a little suspicious of him, but has have you ever been really wronged by a werewolf person slash wolf that you would need to act this way if he wasn't associated with a pack? Yeah. It's stupid. Well, and and it does it does make me wonder: is this real, Jace, or is this Jace putting on a comfortable mask? Uh-huh. Because it does feel like this is who Valentine raised to be his son, right? Mm-hmm. Like this For is sure. the kind of attitude. This is the kind of like I'm better than you, no matter what. I don't give a fuck what I say goes. Kind of a vibe. So I wonder if like, hmm, interesting. 
there's something going on with Jace, and I don't like it. He needs uh-huh, to fix mm-hmm. it. So, and I honestly, I think his real, mm-hmm. like, whatever is when he's with Clary. Yeah. Something yeah. is, yeah, a foot. <laughs> something is a foot. So, like, let's assess the situation. Is Kyle being a kind of a prick? Yes. Is this his fucking apartment? And is Jace way out of fucking line? Also, yes. Is it suspicious that Kyle befriended and moved in a brand new, very powerful vampire? Again, yes. This is this scenario is like an ogre. It has layers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Simon finally steps in trying to run interference and he asks why Kyle like didn't tell him that he was a person slash wolf. And Kyle's like, aha, Uno reverse. Uh, you didn't tell me that you were a vamp, so I just figured it was none of anyone's business. <laughs> Which, touche, but also, mm. uh-huh. come on. He's been practicing that in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was too locked and loaded. <laughs> this was like yeah. he was thinking of it in the shower, and he's like, yes, finally. I get to use this argument. <laughs> Simon's flabbergasted, and he almost starts to deny it. <laughs> like He's like, I don't, uh... But Jace is just like, shh, he knows. Like, <laughs> you just shh. imagine him dragging his finger across yeah. his lips. Is that what you did? Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. Oh, oh, my God. So as we talked about last week, Kyle for sure knew Simon was a vamp. And according to Jace, this is some, with some practice, Simon, this is something Simon will be able to do. Um. Oh, and by the way, that's not wacky tobacco growing on the balcony. It's actually wolfsbane. And someone please tell me what they're using it for, because in real life, it's a poison. <laughs> right? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, herbs and kitchen witchery are kind of your thing, so I'm expecting a report next week. Well, I know the Greeks mm. used to use it to, like, tip their arrows and stuff. And, like, if you, oh. like, a tincture... What I read on Wikipedia is a tincture of, like, 20 to 40 milligrams could, like, kill somebody. Oh. Oh. Which is not a ton. So. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, like, Hmm. poisonous. But it is, like, certain parts of it are used in, like, some Eastern medicine and stuff. But, like, I don't know how or whatever. But, like, the roots Uh are, like, the most poisonous part. Anyway. Well, that's like Arnica can be poisonous too, but it's also really good for... Right. So strange. Mm -hmm. Okay, continue. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, again, like we talked about last week, I don't know how Simon didn't, like, pick up on the smell. His girlfriend, one of his girlfriends is a werewolf. It makes no sense that he can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I kind of spoiled the Wolfsbane thing, but it wasn't a big plot point. I don't remember. What? I said it. I said what you just oh, said. Oh, okay. But I couldn't remember where and I read it. So my bad. Gotcha. It's okay. ruined now, Robin. It is, You've ruined it is the so, entire story. So destroyed. <laughs> now we, now that we was the stop. linchpin of the entire story, Robin. Yep. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So Simon crossed his arms over his chest and glared at Kyle. So what the hell is this? Some sort of setup? Why'd you ask me to live with you? Werewolves hate vampires. I don't, said Kyle. Mm, interesting. 
I'm not too fond of their kind, though. He jabbed a finger at Jace. They think they're better than everyone else. No, said Jace. I think I'm better than everybody else. An opinion that has been backed up with ample evidence. Kyle looked at Simon. Does he always talk like this? Yes. Does anything shut him up other than getting the crap beaten out of him? Of course. Jace moved away from the window. I would love for you to try. I mean, I would probably put some money on on watching that just like for entertainment purposes. Oh, uh-huh. shirts optional. Shirt, yeah, yeah. No. Shirt, shirts like banned. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. I can't think of it cuz all I'm thinking about is shirtless Jason shirtless Kyle fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Aged up to like 35, right? Of course. Oh, well, yeah, automatic Absolutely. in my head. Automatic. Even 40. Even 40. Mm. Mm. Daddy Luke yeah. status. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm into it. Salt and pepper? Mm. Mm. Have we seen Chris Pine lately? Jesus fucking Christ. Who anyway. Who's Chris Pine? You know who Chris Pine is. Googling it. Don't <laughs> act like a Robin here when you're not. Who is Chris Pine? I know who that guy is. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to say something specific. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Um, so Kyle's saying I, we don't like. I don't like his kind. Shadow hunters, mm-hmm. whatever. But didn't you just say shadow hunters are like myths, and we've never had to deal with them before? I think he was goading Jace. Right. Mm. Well, and then that later he says that you're the first shadow hunter I've ever met, and I'm like, what? It feels very like back. I feel like Kyle is not giving us all the information for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amanda, did you resolve your Chris yes, Pine? Yes, thank you. Okay. I knew his name was Chris. I did not know it was Chris Pine. Right. Well, there's like 37 Chris's, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just in Hollywood. 37 dresses, 37 Chris's. <laughs> yep. So, They're all in the dresses from the movie. I would I would pay to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. So Simon steps in again. No fighting in the living room, mom said. Um, Jace starts to challenge Simon, like, what are you going to do about it? And he goes, oh, that's right. Turn me into Lowry's. <laughs> and Kyle doesn't seem to, if, okay, for non-American people, Lowry's is a seasoning salt. Sorry. <laughs> I just realized that we have a lot of people that <laughs> live in other places. That was good. That was good. Oh, so... <laughs> I was going to say Mrs. Dash, but um, so Kyle. Those are a lot of no salt. It's usually salt free. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what am I? Oh, <laughs> my name is Kristen. Kyle doesn't seem to know about the mark, but Simon doesn't elaborate before directing everyone to like sit for circle time. Not that kind of circle. Mm-hmm. Just like a normal kindergarten circle. <laughs> right. Crisscross applesauce. Yeah. Don't fart in the circle. Got it. Yes. <laughs> It never gets old. (laughs) So uh, Kyle has the talking stick first, and he's indeed a person slash wolf, but he's not part of a pack. He's part of a super secret society of person slash wolves called the Praetor Lupus, which can be uh, roughly translated to wolf guardians, as Jace so kindly uh, does for us. Um, when Jace describes the Praetor Lupus as so, sort of like a secret society, Kyle puts that back on him saying like, and the shadow hunters aren't. And this brings up many questions for me about the shadow hunters. 
I again Agreed. thought they were cops. Thought they were the cops of the damn world. Listen, I think that you are correct and we're all correct and Kyle's just wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, because Jace even is replies and he's like, Well, okay. Sort of. Maybe he means like I guess maybe I read it too quickly, like I don't know, but I guess I always just assumed secret like from Mondays. Maybe that's what maybe. he meant. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's like they don't let like until recently with the accords, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let downwolders into their I don't want to say rituals, but you know, their government, their city, mm-hmm. their Right. Any of that the stuff. The Shadow like, Hunters were definitely the only Shadow class. Hunters knew about. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That would make sense. Or like Amanda saying from Mondays. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying Monday. Mm-hmm. It's appropriate. I've decided just to go with it. Good. Um, <clears throat> where am I? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Kyle settles in for his sharing time. Here's what we find out. There are two kinds of person slash wolves. The kind that are born to werewolf parents and the kind that are bitten. And contracting lycanthropy doesn't uh, just change you physically. It also causes, like, quote, uncontrollable aggression, inability to control rage, unaliving anger, and despair. Which can lead to high rates of unaliving and domestic violence. So, most person-slash-wolves who are bitten don't find a pack to link up with right away. Um, So, the Praetor Lupus are there to, like, kind of fill that gap. Um, helping the newly turned downworlders like adjust to their new reality. Such Which a good like, idea. That's, I mean, I feel like that's something that we can all get behind. That's a noble cause, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give up on your brother's dream. <laughs> so most person slash wolves who are bitten don't find a pack. Uh, to link up with right away. Wait, I just read that. I literally just read that. Just kidding. Kyle Mm -hmm. reveals his own experience, like a rare moment of vulnerability, which I'm sure is part of like getting Simon to trust him. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. Explaining how out of control he was after he was changed uh, because he was bitten. He was not born. Um, And how the Praetor Lupus saved him from doing like even more terrible things. Like they really like got him back on track. Of course, Jace latches onto this uh with his trademark snark and he asks if like the bad stuff kyle did was like illegal stuff <laughs> like because that would give him an excuse to like beat his ass Jeez. and just jace is super toxic right now i am yeah. we need he needs help uh-huh the tomato soup and and mango wasn't enough he seems angry. He's, no he's still a betty white yeah he needs yeah. his neighbors. <laughs> So Simon literally tells Jace he's off duty. Like, shut the fuck up. You are no longer a shadow hunter right now. You're here as a friend. You need to sit the fuck down Freak. and be quiet. Mm-hmm. He's got questions that need answers. Like, is Kyle even into the band? Or was he just lying to get closer to Simon because he's a lying liar who lies? His sucky band. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I didn't realize you knew it was crappy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Apparently, Kyle was assigned to Simon by the Wolf CIA to keep an eye on him. Um, so for the time being, wherever Simon goes, Kyle goes. Because Simon's like, so are you saying, like, I can't move out if I, like, you're assigned to it? He's like, you can move out. I just, I'll come with you. 
<laughs> like, wow, he talk he sounds like a a stage five clean your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you and I'll always be here. In the corner watching yeah. you. Roxanne. Um <laughs> So uh, Simon kindly points out that someone tried to kill him earlier and Jay showed up late and Kyle didn't even know about it. So they're not right? exactly batting a thousand here because um, mm-hmm. Jace does not like Kyle deciding that he's going to defend Simon because Simon is his pet vampire and he doesn't need any help from a person slash wolf because, you know, mm-hmm. he's literally blessed by the angel. Eh. <laughs> Fair. Kyle's like, uh, please explain. Simon and Jace, you know, they since they have a storied history, silently agree not to tell Kyle about the whole Mark of Cain business. Like, they have that, like, they make eyes at each other and the whole secret conversation because, like, they're mm-hmm. one. Um, and Talk to me. <laughs> Simon like goes on do. to explain how uh, he was attacked by some dudes in, like, wicked tracksuits. Um, the only thing he knows is that they definitely wanted him dead. Like, really no other conversation. He asked, but they didn't answer. So. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Kyle can tell there's something that that these two aren't telling him, but he decides he'll figure it out eventually. Like, whatever. I'll figure it out. It's, you know, no skin off my nose. It's bedtime. Yeah, he heads to bed. And Jace decides not to return to the Institute, um, only because Simon needs protection. It couldn't possibly be for any other reason. Mm -hmm. And when Simon calls him out about avoiding Clary, uh, Jace deflects and asks Simon when he's going home, which pretty much ends the conversation. Simon's like, don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about your thing. We'll just not talk about those things. (laughs) And after cleaning up his dinner crime scene, Simon goes to bed and is immediately followed by Jace, who explains that in order to be an effective bodyguard, he needs to be in the same room. Is this going to be like the bodyguard with Whitney Houston? Yes. Yes. They're going to make sweet, sweet love. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think you liked me all that much, said Simon. Is this one of those keep your friends close and your enemies closer things? I thought it was a keep your friends close so you have someone to drive the car when you sneak over to your enemy's house at night and throw up in his mailbox. What? So random. Yet another reason we can see Jace doesn't understand, like, the real world. <laughs> right. It does sound a little bit like 27 emo random thing that's supposed to, you're just supposed to say random outrageous crap that's funny. It does oh, sound a little bit yeah. like that. I'll give him that. Okay. Yeah. So Simon is still not seeing the point of this whole, like, bodyguard thing when he has the mark of Cain on his forehead, but Jace insists that eventually someone is going to figure out that he's got the mark of Cain and find another way to come at him. Um, and that is why Jace is going to stick to him like glue and not the burgeoning sexual tension in this room. Like that's got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon has a dream where, so like they go to bed and Simon has a dream that he's wandering the desert dying of thirst, but he's pulled from sleep by his ringing cell phone. And so we don't get to find out what happens, but that's probably for the best because it didn't sound like it was a good dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. He missed a call from Luke, who he presumed has been in contact with his mother somehow. And he's like, ah, shit. He's really going to need to figure out that whole situation soon because right now, 
untenable. Yeah. I mean, it's been like a day or two, right? I think you have a little yeah. time. Yeah. But he, but he like crazy eyed his mom. So like, mm-hmm. how long does that it's last? Fair. Does it last yeah. forever? Uh-huh. I don't know. But he doesn't know because he doesn't have a clan, which I guess is why he right. needs the Praetor Lupus. <laughs> So Simon finds Jace perched on the win- windowsill, but he's sleeping, just sitting up. Uh, quote, he looked very young like that, Simon thought. No mar- mockery in his expression, no f- defensiveness or sarcasm. It was almost possible to imagine what Clary saw in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this was 10 years later, we could have had something real special here. It's a total missed opportunity. <laughs> For real. Um, but it does take, it does make Simon wonder what the hell is going on with Clary and Jace to cause like this distance. He's seeing it. He's like, okay, there's something up here, which I find really funny that it's Simon. That's like these, mm, something is not right. He couldn't pick up Mm -hmm. on any clues before, but he sees that. He's not the one causing the drama, so he can't, so he can actually see it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. This is what he does. He gets up and he's like, oh, all right. I should probably answer the phone. (laughs) So his phone starts buzzing again and he jumps up and answers. And Luke is, it's obviously it's Luke. And he's like, oh, sorry, I woke you up, Simon. And he lies to Luke for some reason and says he was already awake. I don't know why, but I do this sometimes too. Like, Mm -hmm. why? Why? Who cares? I'm allowed to sleep. It happens. It's like saying you don't poop. You sleep. Although Mm -hmm. it's a little less embarrassing. Anyway, Luke tells Simon to meet him in Washington Park by the fountain in 30 minutes. And Simon is obviously immediately concerned. Um, This obviously is not about his mom wondering where he is. And so he's like, what is going on? And Luke assures him, Clary is fine. It's not about her. Just meet me in the park and be alone. In a park at dawn. No, thank you. Sounds terrifying. And I realize he's a person slash wolf. And Simon is a vampire with a mark. So I guess it's not that scary. But no, I don't like it. Can't we just meet at a coffee shop? Mm -hmm. You both drink coffee. There's a Denny's or a Sherry's around there. What's the problem? I guess Simon can't drink coffee now. You're right. Anyway, it's weird. They could go to Takis. Exactly. Maybe it's open 24 hours because, you know, vampires don't come out during the day. Okay. So I fixed Uh that. Just kidding. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. We um, go off to Clary and she woke up, of course, because that's what she always does at the beginning of her uh entrances to stories and <laughs> yeah. um Kristen's favorite yeah, yeah. she Love had it. woken up to luke's truck starting and quickly leaving um so obviously he has one of those really old trucks that i always imagine is what you would take when you go on the run yes i don't know why can't you just have a basic like kia rio but in my head it has to be like a 1970s <laughs> ford something no gps really loud. baby Ex- that's fair no that low jack good point, <laughs> good point. <laughs> so anyways as uh so she obviously heard his truck start and stuff and it woke her up and when she wakes up the um she has the morgenstern ring on a necklace and it's like tangled in her hair and i imagine it's tangled on the bottom of her hair which is just the most painful 
it's huh? Ryan called it the kitchen at work. I don't know why. Oh, he's yeah. He's like, it's a kitchen. I don't know. But I do. Ow. Yes. Painful. And so instead of, like, thinking about how painful it is, she thought about, like, when Jace gave her this ring, he left it for her. And it was when he went off to go after Sebastian. And he had left it in a note saying basically that, like, even though Vitang's a real bummer, he wanted someone to have the ring because it's, like, really cool. And she notes mentally that it's been almost two months. And I just think it's so funny because I know we've been talking about like six weeks and stuff, but to really put that into perspective and maybe it just feels like so much longer ago too, because we've done so much in between, Mm -hmm. but it's a really long time. Well, it's also like technically it's her family ring, right? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It definitely belongs to her of, of anyone. I mean, and we don't, I don't think we know much about the Morgan Stearns. Well, okay. The Morgan Stearns we've met thus far. But, I mean, were the whole lot of them bad? I don't know. Maybe Clary can, like, turn a new leaf. Uh I think this is why we need a circle book. Mm -hmm. But sounds like we might not get one because she's almost done. Yeah. Anyway, she is um, always the dramatic teenager. And so she starts to think about, like, heartbreak and just she is super diving deep for the first few minutes of being awake. And I am just like, my mind can't function this quickly. (laughs) Usually I need coffee for this. But she's like, her heart is broken right now. And it feels like a thousand shards of glass. And she's just, it's nothing even happened, bitch. You just kind of feel like he's being distant. And things are a little weird. But he hasn't broken up with you. Like, nothing bad has actually happened yet. I think this is just, like, a really good representation of what it looks like to... What it looks like when it happens when you don't talk to your partner. Yep. And you build things up in your mind. And then you poison yourself because all you're thinking about is, like, oh, they must hate me. Oh, they did this. They must hate And it, mm-hmm. it's, like, usually the farthest thing from reality is yeah. you know those little you're, you're picking up on all these little things and they're just swirling uh-huh. in the shit storm in your brain you gotta hate me and mm-hmm. thinking about what you're gonna do with the rest of your life are you gonna continue to be a shadow hunter you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> just really diving Dude, in <laughs> i know this isn't exactly on par but there are customers what you speak to in our work and you're like make plans completely with one member of the relationship, mm-hmm. A or B, get all this stuff out. And then the other person calls in wanting all the details. And I'm like, dude, I literally just said this to your spouse. Yeah. Do you not ever communicate? Mm-hmm. And it is all the time. Yep. Uh-huh. Don't be like that. Yeah. It's true. Don't do it. <sighs> Plus, like, if my spouse already called, I'm not going to do that also. Absolutely like, not. I put that on you, bro. Yeah. No. <laughs> you, not it. That's your responsibility exactly. now. For, yeah. For the rest of, until this issue is resolved, that's you. <laughs> you called you. it. I didn't touch it. <laughs> no, takes these backsies. Yep. <laughs> okay, so the house phone rings and Clary goes for it thinking that it's Jace because he's, she thinks that he's realized she doesn't have her cell phone. Um, but Jocelyn answers like right as Clary's getting to it. So they both answer at the same time. And Jocelyn says hello, and Clary's just kind of like, I'm going to listen to this. And I'm glad she did, obviously, but I'm not sure what made her want to do that. Because, like, 
maybe if she thought it was Jace. I don't know. Anyway. I think maybe it's because it's so freaking early. Yeah, that's true. And she did say, like, Jocelyn sounded really awake. Uh-huh. So. And it was like, it's Simon and Luke want to meet at dawn. Uh-huh. And Luke's truck is just leaving to drive there. So, like, it's got to be <sighs> Okay, so early. this is what, September, October, we decided, right? October. Mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. So dawn is, Kristen, what time is dawn? In Six? October? 30? Probably, like, 7. I'll find out. Hold on. It's, yeah. Um, okay, so while you do that, I'll tell you. It's Katarina calling from the hospital asking for Jocelyn. And Jocelyn thanks her for calling back so quickly. And Katarina's like, uh, yeah, of course, dude. I was surprised how you recovered so easily from the whole V-Tang situation and you taking the stuff to not let him, you know, get in your mind or whatever. So I just, like, had to uh-huh. really talk to you. It was just, like, cool that you called. That's not really what she said. But she did <laughs> say that about her. <laughs> Um, so Jocelyn asks if her message had made sense. So she was calling, asking about the child that was abandoned, the one that we'd heard about in the news, uh, on the news in the restaurant <laughs> the night before. And sadly, Katarina tells us that the baby had died. Um, apparently, a priest came in to baptize the baby, and it died after that, which is why? I, I don't know. Anyway, that's weird to me. That's but, suspicious. Wait, wait, wait. Like, it's weird that the baby died or it's weird that the priest came I in? mean, it's weird the baby died, but it's weird that they're baptizing the baby without, like, any parental permission. Because well, so. it was just abandoned baby, mm-hmm. I think is why. So they take over. Yeah, it is weird. Salvation. It is weird. But, you know. Yep. America. Okay. I just, I am flabbergasted that I was this moment old when I realized it was the baby from the news the night before did not put that together oh okay did oh not. really so appreciate you doing that I must skip past it or something you were reading too fast yeah yeah too excited. that happens to me all the time <laughs> so sunrise October in New York at the beginning at the beginning of October um it's just before 7 a.m and by the end of October it's about 7 30. I mean, I think it's strange that Jocelyn doesn't get up that early. Well, she's Weird. an artist. I, she's a bohemian. I guess. That's fair. Yeah. She's a 9 a.m.er. Ugh, I right. would be. I, I don't. Be. Now we know. I know that that's like Robin's jam. I don't. I I don't know how you do it. Can't. I cannot sleep I mean, sleep if I didn't have kids, I was up till 2.15 last night. Mm-hmm. I went to bed at 2.15 last night. That's how. You know what time I went to bed? 8.45. Oh. <laughs> I stayed up 15 minutes old past my bed bedtime. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so um, Jocelyn asks to come and see the baby's body because she thinks she knows what happened. And I feel like they said it was a baby somewhere, but then in this part they're saying child, so I don't actually know the age, and I apologize. Um, they said baby. Did they? Okay, cool. Yeah. So she's hoping that if she's correct in what happened, she can stop it from happening again. And Katarina's like, yeah, you know, the baby's been taken to, you know, the um, examiner's office, the ME and stuff. So I don't know. And Jocelyn's just like, I'm coming. See you soon. Bye. And um, <laughs> so she 
Clary hangs up, obviously, and she gets she quickly throws on some jeans and busts out of her bedroom like the Kool-Aid man to catch <laughs> Jocelyn writing her a note that she's running out like for last minute errands for the wedding. She's like, Bitch, what are you what? doing? Mom. There's not a coffee shop open for Luke to go to, but you can go run wedding errands. Come on. Come on, bruh. <sighs> so Clary calls bullshit and tells her she was eavesdropping on the call. And um, so eventually Jocelyn admits that um, she didn't even tell Luke about calling the hospital because it seems unfair to him with the wedding coming up. What? What? Don't you know him? Like, I just, it's, it's such a weird, it's a terrible excuse. I don't get it. The only thing that, like, the only position I see here that this makes sense for Jocelyn is she one doesn't really want to talk about why she's concerned mm-hmm. about this like she doesn't want to talk about her own experience but that also might include she doesn't want to like bring up the past with him yeah. and like stir that like whole situation up but I think that she would be doing that for more selfish reasons because she doesn't want to address those things versus mm-hmm. for Luke's benefit. Because Luke has right. proved that he's really adjusted pretty well. Jocelyn's the one that's still, like, she was just den- in denial for 20 mm-hmm. years. Like, yeah. Or 16 yep. or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silly. So Clary demands um, to go to the hospital with. Jocelyn and tells her like she knows why she's worried she's concerned that um, there are people like V-Tang still out there that could be doing to babies what he did to Sebastian slash Jonathan and Jocelyn's like "Ah, yeah you know but they never found Sebastian's body and there's still members of the circle that haven't been you know prosecuted or whatever caught you know and so yeah that's exactly the issue and um it makes clary think back about sebastian um and him being killed by jace and izzy confirming his deadness he's really dead mm-hmm. dead dead he had no pulse uh-huh. he has no heartbeat he's gone he cut his like spinal column yeah. or whatever right? but they never found his body so that's weird like who would have who would have cleaned that up is this like mm-hmm you know, so Jocelyn finally allows Clary to come with her. And for some reason, she tells her to grab a jacket because it might rain. And I don't know why that's in there, but I'm just going to tell you guys because maybe it's important. I don't remember. So <laughs> transitions. <laughs> yeah, we come back to Simon heading to the park and it's like really empty because why would anyone be there right now? Luke is waiting by the fountain. I almost said the fire fountain. And um, Simon notices that he looks like tired like not just sleepy tired like run down stressed out exhausted and um luke basically just jumps in by saying that you know you would ask sahi simon like you'd asked about camille you said her name so this is this is why we're here Mm -hmm. (laughs) so he goes on um to ask if you know simon you know about these recently found shadow hunters that have been dead and it sounds like Camille is responsible so of course as soon as Luke heard Camille's name he was like oh shit I already heard her name from Simon I better find out so uh, Maris is going to summon Raphael to ask him about Camille and he doesn't want Simon to be completely blindsided if it comes out that Simon like knows anything or is in you know 
conjunction cahoots mm-hmm. thank you cahoots that works <laughs> with camille and simon's like uh yeah me too that sounds awful thanks for the heads up i don't want that either and so then he eventually just is like fuck it and he goes into detail telling luke everything about the meeting with camille including the deal she made him which is if he came to work for her uh, she would make him the second most important vampire in the city and that sounds pretty cool because uh-huh. obviously that's what he wants right He's in totally. a pack and everything. Thing. Yeah, to be important. So um, anyway, Luke is like, why would she want you? And he's like, uh, she knows about my mark and she's hoping to use it to gain control of the clan again. And Luke is like, well, that's weird because the way I heard it, Camille stepped away from the pack voluntarily and like appointed Raphael to take her place. So it's weird to move against him when she's the one that did all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, dude, why didn't you tell us about this shit? Like, this is a pretty big deal. And mm-hmm. Simon's like, she told me not to. And <laughs> she's like, kind of scary. I just really wanted to please her, even though I knew she was fucking with me. Like, she mm-hmm. just had this power over me. And we love Daddy Luke, dude. He's just like, yeah, I get that. I see why you would feel that way. The person that had mentioned her name called her the Ancient One. And bitches that old have figured out how to make people feel <laughs> small. Okay, like they, they've been at it a while. Yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. So Simon tells him that she had given him five days. And if he wasn't interested, like to get back to her on their deal, whatever. If he's not interested, she'll leave him alone. Um, and so he told her that he'd think about it. But he knows now that if her she is involved with the death of these shadow hunters, he doesn't want anything to do with her. Yeah. And I still, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it. I think it's funny that he thinks that someone that would, um, is in this sort of like line of work, I don't know, in this powerful position, I guess, would just be like, okay, cool. Thanks for thinking of me. Bye. I'll never see you again. Right. You know, just yeah. whatever. whatever. Anyway, Luke says that Maris will be happy to hear that he's not interested in joining Camille. And Simon's like, oh, stop it. Now I know you're being sarcastic. Like, come on. And Luke's like, no, this is real. I think she'll be happy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hearing Luke be all business exec made Simon be able to forget the Papa Luke he'd grown up with and see the daddy Luke person slash wolf leader of the pack that... The he zaddy? Is. Like, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, he's like the top half of a mullet. <laughs> if you will. Um, and he starts, he's just dropping shadow world knowledge on our fledgling, fledgling vampire. Luke reminds Simon that he has a copious amount of power coming out of his forehead. Mm-hmm. And people, especially ones like Camille, are always going to be attracted to it. Luke begins the planning phase of, like, this whole meeting, asking Simon if there's a way that he knows how to get a hold of Camille. And Simon tells him about the grave dirt, but he's pretty sure her lurchy henchmen are going to be the ones that answer the summons. And like the teenager that he is, Simon has procrastinated the decision down to the wire, so they better think of something super clever and fast since his day five grace period is up tomorrow. (laughs) That tracks for me as well. Yep. So that was it with them. We jump back to our nerdy birdie arriving at his apartment, bearing bagels as a peace offering for sneaking out while his body bros were sleeping. (laughs) 
Simon is shocked to turn the corner and see Jason, Kyle, on the futon together, bonding over violence. Oh, bummer. Kyle is playing video games, and Jace is doing what was legitimately one of my favorite pastimes as a kid, sitting and watching him play. I know now it's called parallel play, and I was super into it, okay? I used to love my watch my brother play video games. That's Not a joke. crazy. Love it. He obviously liked it, too, because then he got to play. Yeah, of course. I That is such second child's like syndrome situation yeah. like I, there's i i was an only child for a very long time until my brothers came along there's no way in hell i have to be in control i have to be playing <laughs> if i'm not playing i'm bored i'm doing something else <laughs> i am not that patient of a person oh. That was my kid this weekend. She had a sleepover and stuff. And I was talking to one of the parents. And I was like, she has, like, main character energy, only (laughs) child stuff going on. Because her brother's six years younger than she Mm -hmm. is, you know. Mm -hmm. Some of that stuff, she's like, why are you not taking good as care of my things as you do your own things? And, like, kind of all this stuff. And, like, she just doesn't have that dynamic of, like, we were 18 months apart. Like, yes, because you don't. Yeah. Anyway. (sighs) It was it was good. Okay, so Simon is braced for a verbal verbal excuse me beating, but the boys seemed nonplussed by his absence. Simon hands a bagel to Kyle, but Jace waves away the offer, and Simon starts urging Jace to eat, and Jace retorts back with a "Look who's talking," which, by the way, peak '90s kid movie. Yes. Wait. Absolutely. Okay, but that's not a kid. Look who's talking. Well, your mom's watching it in the background, fucking the whole yeah. living room's filled with cigarette smoke, and it's just on the TV? Yep. Because there's only one TV? Well, yes, but, but it's not a kid's movie. <laughs> it's not like a kid, it's not like there Robin were kids Hood Adventures. In it. Just because they were, they were filthy. Like, literally, the opening secret, the title sequence of that movie is a sperm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fertilizing oh, yeah. an egg, which I remember being like, becoming a zygote. Yes. And then my mom telling me, and she's like, honestly, it's pretty accurate. Right. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's just like, that movie's a part of my child. I just remember being on the TV in the background. Oh, same. I mean, I watched it when I was a little uh-huh. kid. I just, looking back at it, I'm like, that wasn't a kid's movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess I shouldn't have said kids movie, but like <laughs> we were kids and it was a heard movie. we were kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Don't go rent it for family movie night. Right. Okay. <laughs> Simon Simon tells Jace that he's out of blood. And then he kind of like stares at Jace's wan face and thinks to himself, This would have been the perfect movie for Jamie Camber Bauer to star in. <laughs> like this is it this is his moment yep we 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 missed it on city of bones um just kidding uh he's concerned about his besties bf and not just him the food he's like take it and um jace tells simon that the thought of eating makes him sick i have a question don't you think that um part of the whole praetor lupus thing could have helped jace or simon with his blood situation yeah, I th- he hasn't told Kyle. I think he just needs to tell Kyle. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're my you're my okay. Brody guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're my you get me some blood. You're my new yeah. You you're my new blood guy. Yeah, <laughs> my okay, blood. Maybe blood. You're right now. Now we know. Uh huh. 
Because at this point, I guess what I didn't mention is Simon hands Kyle the bagel. Kyle goes into the kitchen to like mm. put condiments on the bagel toast and somehow first. like, I think that is, I don't know. I don't know. But nobody wants a toasted bagel. Anyway, um, don't look at me like that. So Everyone wants a toasted not. bagel. Yeah. What are you talking about? Some Otherwise it's not. literally just bread. Dry ass fucking yeah. hard. Blueberry bagel. Whipped cream Ew. cheese, sprouts, Ew. turkey, Swiss cheese. Nah. No. Wait, you okay. put turkey and Swiss cheese on a blueberry bagel? It's so good. I mean, sprouts, you um, had me. But. Listen, listen. Imagine, do you put cranberry on a Thanksgiving sandwich? Okay, okay, okay. I could give you that. Thank you. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> for some reason, it seems like Kyle can't hear this conversation, mm. even oh, okay. though it's like it says like the kitchen and the living room are separated by like a counter. Yeah, this is an apartment. But, this is not. Right. <laughs> We've all and been I in this Wolf's apartment. Had, like, <laughs> higher like those hearing. movies where I don't they're like, know. can I talk to you? And they're in the same room and they walk like two feet away. Yeah. yeah like yeah. like what you just said, Robin, he's a werewolf. Doesn't he have? Uh-huh. Oh, Yeah. And and maybe Kyle can here, and it's just not part of it. I don't know. But maybe Jason and Simon are alone <laughs> in the room. Like when you're out in public and somebody farts, and then you don't want to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all just deal with the stink. You just okay. move on. Simon points out that Jace fell asleep during his bodyguard duties, which he knows are, like, more of a joke. He's, he's not – he knows he's not taking it super serious. But he's got to know how long it's been since Jace has gotten a long rest. And Jace says that he thinks it's been about two to three weeks. And of course, Simon is like, oh, tell me more about what's got your go. Why are you not sleeping? And because Herondale's going to Herondale, trademark pending, Jace quotes Hamlet, which Simon is like, Shakespeare, I know him. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they're interrupted by Kyle swaggering and asking what's up. Simon tells them about meeting with Luke and they end up telling him like the partial truth, leaving out the whole like Camille wanting to use Simon specifically for his like biblical powers, mm-hmm. like the Mark of Cain and the date letter situation. That's they left that out. So Kyle doesn't know or whatever. Kyle's a wolf, as we've established, but he's not really immersed in pack life. So he says that he's heard of Luke and like he's heard that he's a pretty big deal. And Jace has to know them that, like, you, Luke used to be a shadow hunter and his real name isn't Garraway. But Kyle's got the deets on that, too. And he also knows about Luke helping with the Accords. And their dear friend Simon is rubbing elbows with some pretty prominent downworlders. Like, you must be a pretty big deal. deal. I have a question. I, this isn't a question. This is a statement. There is no way Kyle's dossier on Simon didn't include Jace. Mm, fair. And Clary. If it included Luke, it included Jocelyn, it included Maris. And they're literally the heads of the New York Institute. These are all war heroes. Mm-hmm. For sure they were in the, like, packet, right? <laughs> I, absolutely. You wouldn't want kyle to walk in blind yeah and just figure Um, it out while you're there yeah i feel like that's the kind of stuff we would get if this book was written now yeah okay absolutely i agree maybe before books are released they should give them to us 
<laughs> we should leave the three professional of us beta readers. This. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Simon doesn't disagree with Kyle saying that he is like he knows some pretty big peeps. Uh, but he mentions that important people cause a lot of trouble. Like, for instance, I don't know, Camille. <laughs> Just and Jace on. isn't too pressed about the situation. Uh, having faith that Maris will use her shadow hunter skills with a Z to handle the rogue downloader, which is what he says. Mm. And um, Jace isn't convinced that she's the one that has a hit out on Simon, which we already talked about. He's still his stance is still on that. Um and, like, that's what they really should all be focusing on. Like, basically, Maris is going to handle Camille. We need to focus on who is attacking you. Mm-hmm. These are two separate issues. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Kyle agrees that he doesn't think it's Camille either. Mm. And so Simon decides to lay out his plan for catching the tracksuit bandits, which <laughs> is, to Jace's surprise, actually pretty good. Jason Kyle should come to Simon's band's gig, which, by the by, the flyer is dated for October 16th. There we go. Okay, that is a date on it. Okay. Um, Hold, we can't, we can't. Tracksuit Bandits is, like, the best band name. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I couldn't, as soon it is, as you said it, I was like, that is catchy as fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is the third time I've used it. It is, this is the third consecutive episode that I have used Tracksuit Bandits. Have you? I'm just not giving up on it. Yes. Okay, well, it, it's, it hit differently in this sentence, so it works for all me. All I huh? know is they all have bucket hats and gold chains. <laughs> and it says juicy on the butt. Mm, love it. They look like, what's that one group that Andy was super interested that we saw in Vegas? Oh, um, Jabberwockies. The Jabberwockies, yes. I don't know what that is. They're from ABDC. America's Best Dance Crew from MTV. (gasps) Gotcha. That's why I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, I'll send you a picture. (laughs) Anyway, we'll Google it after. Um, October 16th, I could take back what I said earlier to Jace. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings about the heating up the outside rant I had earlier in the book. As my dad speak, maybe it was still kind of hot. I take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> but getting back on track, the bandits aren't likely attack to attack while the band is playing, but they will most likely follow Simon and attack after the show. And that's when the body bros will be waiting to shy a surprise. Them. <laughs> And Kyle isn't super into the planned plan, sorry, but he eventually agrees telling them that they're most likely to execute it regardless if he's there or not. But this way he'll for sure be able to join. And I don't know, like, is he going to be at the gig? Is he the singer? Is he not in the singer? Yeah. Is he in the band or is he not in the band? <laughs> I don't know. Agreed. We got to know. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle then grabs his stuff and leaves for his actual bike messenger job. Like that is legit. I thought it was like a he was like he's moonlighting as a bike messenger. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's not a cover. And Jace asks Simon what their plans are for the rest of the day. He's like, "So, bestie, what are we gonna do? What are we doing?" And uh, Simon wants his Nephilim shadow to leave, but Jace is like Sugarland and stuck like glue. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Simon tries to have a moment with Jace asking for the tea about what's going on between him and Clary. And he isn't great at conning the goss um, because he lays all of his cards out. He's like, I want you to tell me what's happening because Clary hasn't really, what Clarissa hasn't really explained at all. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Um, but she's clearly upset. Um, so if Jace is just going to break up with her, then dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jace is Spongebob <laughs> meme writing offended <laughs> at the prospect that Simon would think that he would break up with Clary. But Simon doesn't back down, telling him that if he doesn't stop acting suspect as fuck, she is going to be the one doing the breaking. Mm. You don't get to act like this and not have consequences for your actions, yep. Mr. Herondale. And Jace plays into, like, the dark and mysterious thing that he does every once in a while. He's like JP on Grandma's Boy, where he has the, the leather trench coat up on the wall. And he's like, how can he see me? Okay, that's what he's doing. And um, he's assuming that his brooding is going to work against Simon, but it doesn't. And it goes like this. I'm going to give him a voice that he's absolutely not making, just Mm. so you know. I have reasons for the things that I do, (laughs) he said finally. Great, Simon said. Does Clary know them? Jace said nothing. All she does is love you and trust you, said Simon. You owe her. Isn't that kind of how relationships are, though? Like, what what does he owe her? Like, you shouldn't expect something in return for love, but okay. I get what he's saying. Uh-huh. You owe her as a respect, but still, I don't like that. Mutual One trust. more thing I don't like of you, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Jace unloads on Simon, telling him all the crazy inside head thoughts out loud. <laughs> he's been spiraling and it kind of comes out. So he has um, this plan going slash feeling. Okay, this is this is his inkling. That since he can't be with Clary, for reasons unspoken, he's just going to spend his time protecting her bestie because then maybe she won't be mad at him for avoiding her. Make sense? Mm. And Simon is like, dude, that is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. Yeah. You're trying to make her happy when the reason she is unhappy is because of you. Mm -hmm. Which he then says, that seems contradictory, doesn't it? And then fucking Jace ends this chapter. With love is a contradiction, said Jace, and then he turns his back to the window. He is full CD player, sad music, rain hitting sideways on the car, making his own music video. Oh my god. Absolutely. He's so emo. And this is I all love over it. his dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's, that's it. Uh-huh. Weird. I love it. I mean, I get it. I've had dreams about my husband cheating on me, and I was mad at him for several days. I get <laughs> how real they can feel. But come on, bruh. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Well, make sure that you've read Chapter 8, Walk in Darkness, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.